What's going on, everyone? Uh, welcome back to Bridge to the Unknown. This is Justin Hamill. Well, you already know that. At this point, you've listened enough where you know my name. So uh, today we're back at Casa de la Luz. Uh, we were here not too long ago. We sat with Sorelli Miller. And, you know, these are going to be reoccurring people that we interview and talk because we're evolving, we're changing, and the information that we're getting is always new. So today we're uh, going to interview and hang out with Karan Bindra, uh, musician, medicine man, marketing, advertising, creative. I'm just getting to know him. Sorelli was like, you know, you need to meet this guy. And he's awesome. And, and he's helping us build this retreat center. And he's doing, you know, he's just an amazing individual. And she said that I would really get along well with him. So we're sitting here today and he's going to play us a little song uh, with his flute. And yeah, so... Here is Karan Bindra with his flute, and what's the name of the song? It's, I don't know, man. That's the thing. Oh, it's just an in-the-moment sort of thing. Yeah, I'd love to talk to you about that a little bit, actually. Okay, well, here, uh, ladies and gentlemen, here is the song. Yo, that was dope. What? Like how? Okay, so Karan Bindra, uh, who are you, bro? Like we're literally just meeting for the first time right now. So talk to us a little bit about your your music, like. Nothingness. Nothingness. That is, you know, you you master yourself. You know, you find the tools within yourself. You know that everything that you touch is an extension of you. Becomes an extension of you. You know, let's say, for example, if you if you were in a car accident, you know, and uh, and then you know something, some car hit you from the back. You'd say, "Oh, you hit me." You wouldn't say, "Oh, you hit my car." Say you hit, hit me, yeah. It becomes an extension of you. Um, wow. Instead of grabbing the food, we use the fork to grab, you know? It, it becomes your hand. In that moment, your hand, your fingers are useless because yeah. you're serving the, the fork. They're just <laughs> serving the <laughs> They become an extension of that. So when I, 
when when you say I'm a musician, well, yes, you know, making sounds, creating healing vibrations through sound, it's it's a passion of mine. It's a calling of mine. But in no way am I, am I a musician. At least I don't think so. Um, I don't. I don't. I have songs. You know, I've made songs, and you know, I felt called to say things, and you know, I'll speak about them. So I've I've made songs, but for the most part, I wanna I wanna just create vibrations in the present moment. I want to be a healing force. And this is why I love um, facilitating medicine too. So what what um what, yeah, what's your medicine background? So what are you okay, so currently working with? What have you worked with? I mean, I'm, I'm sure this is a loaded question, but yeah, who are you? <laughs> Okay, I'm a little bit familiar. It's a yeah. like vinyasa flow, right? Yeah. Like, okay, I'm a little bit familiar. I'm not very familiar. I mean, I just recently got into yoga with the Vipassana. I mean, not Vipassana, uh, Sivananda right. yoga. Oh, okay. Vini yoga is, is uh, creating um, asana, or really yoga, a yoga practice that um, brings you in a state of balance. It prepares you for meditation, prepares you to achieve and experience higher states of being. It's not about standing on your head. Yeah. It's not about meditating on ice for 10 hours. <laughs> it's not about any of that. You know? It's about reaching a place of tranquility in yourself. So I've studied... I studied those forms of yoga um, as since I was 18. Wow. How old are you now? I'm 23. I'm nice. Very soon. Wow, you have a very old spirit. Jeez. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I've I studied with several living masters. I was an apprentice for, for a year and a half um, with a teacher of mine. I'd come in, you know, 5 a.m. to 8.30, you know, just every day. Wow. Intense. Yeah, I mean, it was it was a huge passion of mine. And, you know, after a while, I reached a point where I had some teachers say, there's not much more I can teach you. Yeah. You have to go study with my master. And after seeing those people, I kind of eventually realized that this is a journey that, that no one can take with you. You know, you can have all your gurus, you can have all your spiritual guides and ascended masters and all, but you got to do this on your own. You can have all the support in the world, but... It's, you know, this life is a journey. Can I, can I relate to this? Yeah. Recently, I just uh, essentially broke up with my, my spiritual mother, my therapist, last seven years. And, you know, working with Bufo, which I know you're administering, well, administering and, and working with music and, and kind of setting the vibe and, and all of that. But Bufo brought up this panic uh, as a relapse one day, like just not too long ago. I, uh, had a flashback. I started thinking about my therapist and I, I had this panic attack and I heard the inner voice say, no, Justin, 
you don't need Adriana. You can do it on your own. Two days later, I called Adriana and I'd worked with her for seven years. It was really, and then having to be on my own, like this person, this is all, you know, it's, it's time. I think I've learned everything I can from her and she's given me everything. She gave me such an incredible foundation. Now it's time to write a new book. You know, it's like that seven year chapter that se yeah, that seven chapter was like a closed thing. So I, I really relate just from what you're saying about being on your own and taking what you've learned and then doing it for yourself and developing your own style, your own practice, your own technique, which is completely possible, you know, but we have to, I feel like I'm in this place of forgetting everything that I think I know. Well, it's, it's kind of like, think of a snowflake, you know, I mean, I, I saw an article with someone about a snowflake <laughs> that looks like, exactly like another Yeah. Okay, for the most part, they're unique. <laughs> but, but the thing is, there's a tensegrity structure. There's a, a, a what? A tensegrity structure. There's a structure. What is that? The, there's a way that the snowflake is made that keeps its structure together, right? It keeps yeah. It stable. So in the same way, there are foundational things that each of us all have to do, you know, all can do. Yeah. And must do to reach a place of quietness in our minds, you know, um, such as breathing properly. Simple things that you know, even if you, even if you struggle to breathe, just being in that mindset, it takes you to a better place. You know, so things like that. So yeah, you make your own path, but you know, there's there's things like eating good food, being kind to others, having community, having solitude, um, breathe, you know, meditating. All these things they they're important. They're crucial. Beyond that. We're all just our own expressions. We're our own snowflakes. You may be a incredible speaker, incredible podcaster. I may be in, incredible at you know whatever. Yeah. My own thing. Yeah. Your own thing. Yeah. It's in the the uniqueness, man. So, the yoga, uh, the practicing, working with the masters. How and then you've been working with ayahuasca for for some yeah, time. Yeah. But what is this? You know, I still feel uncomfortable. I can, I can get my foot over my head. Okay. I can, I can wrap my whole body around itself. You know, but I still have tightness. I still have discomfort. Um, I, I still have things that I deal with. You know, yeah. what is this? What is going on? Yeah. And I realize there's more to this than, than me. You know, um, there's, there's, you know, my environment. Mm. Especially holding space, oh, yes. you know, like it's it, like Sorelli was talking about this, you know, uh, any bit of fear gets transferred to that person. You know what I mean? If somebody's in that state where they're possessed 
and you need to do kind of like the exorcism, if you will. Um, being there in that love and mirroring their love, no matter how, because people can like it's their ego full, full out, and they're just open and vulnerable. That it, they, it's just every, the energy is so transferable, and it's just so important to when you're. I mean, it took me a long time to be able to get to a place where Sorelli has been like, yes, I'd like you to help and and be part and to help hold space. Because there was a point where I couldn't, I couldn't even fathom walking working with the medicine like you know six years ago seven years ago it took me you know nine months worth of ceremonies to get to a place where I could walk and get out of my sleeping bag and like be able to maneuver and get through that fear of like I don't know if I'm dead or alive well here's the thing man um after a while I feel like you kind of just have to stop operating at that level yeah um and just know that you are yeah. No dead or alive. Those are experiences. And, and the, the easiest way I can explain this to people who maybe have not taken psychoactive medicines, uh, who have maybe not explored these aspects of reality yet, yeah. is is the underlying nature of most uh, mythology, especially Eastern. Um, I'm talking about the samurais. I'm talking about the Hindu deities, things of that nature. Um, when you look at the Hindu gods, they're not people. They're forms of consciousness. They're states of consciousness. And and if you if you read it into um, you know what what the sages have written, you'll see that you know all aspects of, of these deities are talked about. There's Lakshmi, and there's the other side, Alakshmi. You know, there's there's a Shiva Shakti, the, the badness. Yeah. And then there's also the the the, the Opposite forces of that nature. Yeah. Shakti, yeah. Shakti, Yantra, yeah. You see it there. Um, but when you when you realize that you are consciousness and that all all things are consciousness, then it, it not, doesn't become a matter of being born or dying. It's it becomes a matter of attracting what you want. You know. Because when you when you pray, you're calling something. Um, wow, I'm. And there's that underlying nature of the eternal soul, right? There's an eternal soul. Like, let's come back to the samurai. Yeah. yeah, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. It's like it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> these, these people were some of the best warriors to ever live, and still are. Their their tradition still lives. The samurai still lives because the samurai is not a person. The samurai is a state, state of being. State of being. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and and so they're prepared to die. They're they're ready to die. <laughs> yeah. What does that do? The, the, that that puts all things aside, all fears aside. They're prepared through the conviction, like the dead. They're they're, they're so they're prepared to fulfill their life's duty, their calling. They're prepared to meet. Dude, this is moment. yeah, it's incredible. And and I feel like this the journey with medicine for myself has got me to that point of like just being on the microphone, right? Like I feel like I'm I've been preparing myself for the next leg of my life with the podcast, seeing how all of the creative things that I love and that make up my essence are all obtainable through this microphone. From writing, filming, writing skits, comedian, interviewing beautiful minds such as yourself, dude. Like I am Quran like I mean this is the first time we've met and like we're really I mean it's been interesting because just being here overnight I haven't wanted to like go 
we've th- there's been distance between us and and to sit and not in a bad way i mean distance but like to just be able to hear you speak and the knowledge and it's just so inspiring and to think about the possibility of this house and you know sorelli's vision uh all of our visions and being able to mesh this together like Sorelli is just magical in the manifesting and she's here with us laying on the bed right now listening and so is in our friend Rob and we're just in her bedroom chilling. I wish, you know, the camera was here because you guys could see this beautiful little woman queen cave over here. You know, there's weed pipes and medicine and conversation and instruments and just so much love in this room. And Quran, I... You know, it feels so good because, I mean, just hearing your voice, bro, like, I love your voice. Like, with the way you talk and it's so clear and it's not overly lofty and too articulate to not be able to follow, you know, and it's just so, you're grounded, bro. Like, you're so grounded. I feel it. And I, I can't help but also bring that back to myself and where I've, like, where I'm grounded at, like, and, and just so proud like i see my friend rob over here and we've been working with the medicine together for the last few years and just the come around that we are doing and looking at our shit and being able to laugh at it and just look at how ridiculous we are and how beautiful and how serious we tend to take this shit the self-inflicting suffering bro like rob and i were talking last night about this like doing these things that we know are bad for us but we continue to do them like this addictive nature that we all have and we just go through it. And it's just, oh, we had so many brilliant conversations last night. And last night we ate mushrooms. I, did you, I, you didn't eat mushrooms because you've been kind of tripping and journeying, like I mean, traveling and stuff. I've been going on actual physical. <laughs> <laughs> I heard you say that. I was like, wow, that's an interesting perspective. Oh, I'm here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's anticipating, like it knows. Yeah. Yeah, it just knows. Like there's a grocery store over there. But if you're just kind of like thrown into a place where you have no idea who these people are, speaking, you're so present. Yeah, you. You have to be so present. It really, like, it really reawakens a lot. Yeah. Of things that you know, just kind of fall asleep when you're in the same place. Yeah, you become stagnant, and and then it brings up the fear. You know what I mean? The fear of being in, I can only imagine, you know, I've been, I've traveled a few different places and actually Karan and I, uh, we're going to the Dominican Republic yeah. with Rob and Sorelli and there's a group of us going to the Dominican Republic and um, there's just a bunch of magic. Like Sorelli's this crazy manifester, guys. Like she is manifesting like land and people that want healing and, you know, balancing people and helping people and she's like this just magician wizard that's just bringing people together that just need to be together and this house is so magical um karan so what's your what's your background are you uh are you indian are you uh what yeah what like like he's like i'm not even gonna go there <laughs> oh i had to i, ha- I had to because it's like I'll, I'll Yeah, like the little feet. Yeah, yeah. It's like a pattern that 
pattern and pattern and just keep you pull it forward and just like it keeps right. deeper 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 like you look at you look at the, the branches of a tree yeah and it's the same as the roots right? <laughs> and then you look at the you look at what are the branches even have branches they're, <laughs> they're called leaves they're yeah. leaves <laughs> <laughs> so, Yo, and this is us though you know the christians the christians talk about heaven and hell sure, <laughs> sure. but it's here too it's here too it's on the planet. It's in you. It's everywhere. You know? Uh, speak the truth, bro. Speak it. Let's get there. Yo, we are there. Yes. We are there. Right on. <laughs> See how the energy and the escalation of this, ladies and gentlemen, is so good because there's like this grounded and then we're playful, bro. Like, we're, oh, we're such incredible human beings and... It feels so fucking good to be around people and to not have to hide. To be yourself. Last night, I was talking about putting a dick in my mouth and wanting to be gay and if I was gay or not. And, like, the only dick that I think I would take in my life would be Brandon Boyd of Incubus. Like, that is, the one, that is like, the one dick. And people were looking at me because they were like, yo, I just never thought about this. Like, I trip on mushrooms. I always check in with myself and I'm like, would I take a dick in the mouth? Like, no, just not right now in this moment. No, but if there was the opportunity and if I met someone, maybe. But these like, like just facing this goofy stuff that in a sense that people like run from, you know what I mean? Like they're terrified to go imagine what it would be like to have a penis in their butt. You know, like it's terrifying. And it's just like as a man, you're like so violent. But man, it might feel good, though. <laughs> Let your, yeah, don't sit with them. No, yeah, exactly. They're fucking passing clouds, bro. You, know, like, you, you should. No one out there should feel guilty about having a bad thought. Thoughts come. Mental masturbation. It just loves it, to beat itself off, bro. It's like, no, but that's no that. That is you. <laughs> that's, that's yes. You. <laughs> the mind is gonna create thoughts. But if you want to <laughs> yes. sit with those thoughts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, non-identification with them. You, you, like, just don't identify. And it's it's really hard. Yo, it's super. It's, I mean, I've gone through some heavy, heavy challenges with the whole thing of identifying with my thoughts. They're not me. I'm not those thoughts. And it's just, I, I witnessed this with my mom. She's 60 years old, and she said the phrase the other day, I will live my entire life not knowing what love is. Because she experienced and she was seeking love externally. She wanted the husband to be all about her. And to dude, I lost my shit when she said, I, tri I was triggered because I was like, Ma, what the fuck? Like, the love is inside you. You need to love yourself. And she let me work through it, Karan, because I was upset. And she didn't get off the phone. She didn't react. And I came to and I was like, Ma, this is actually really beautiful. Because she then was like, yeah, Justin, I'm not... Uh, what'd she say she's like i know in my heart that that's not true but i speak that and it's like she's seeing that she's lived her whole entire life fulfilling a thought a narrative that she needed this man in order to feel what true love was and it's just so beautiful to see my mom go through that evolution i don't you know it just it, our conversation just led there and, and the healing our parents through healing healing ourselves and like 
just the, the way this conversation's going and hearing the the headphones maybe i should give you the headphones so you can hear hear it um and the way the wave that we're on cool. so here check out check out the headphones bro it's a whole i feel like it's a different experience here new experience we're all about the experience see it's just it's just a whole different world sitting there bro and like hearing your voice and it's just like all about the experiences now okay so let me so you've been working with ayahuasca you've been journeying uh you and sorelli it seems like the frog is like your guys thing um as you too you know and what you would like to progress. Yes, working with ayahuasca is kind of like fundamental in, in all of this. But can you guys talk about like, uh, I mean, Sorelli, I don't know if you want to like, I don't know if you're into talking right now. You're there. Um, but talking about like the Bufo or Quran, maybe you can speak. Okay, yeah, here's, here's the thing. yeah, talk about Bufo in this 5-MeO-DMT. Yeah. Yeah. Which then leads you. Mm -hmm. uh, a medicine heals you. A medicine, like any other thing, is a side effect. You know, it, it, you know, it, it triggers things in you, and you need to have the proper um, guidance, supervision to do them. But a medicine, a medicine heals you. In uh, that, you know, when you go through an experience with a medicine, a medicine journey. You don't just go through an altered state and then come back and like you're thinking, oh, wow, that was interesting, and yeah. I'm gonna move on with my life. No, you're transformed, bro. Something has shifted. Something has healed. Something has changed. You feel lighter. You feel better. You know. And I, I think with the medicine too, one of the fun, like one of the things that I, I spoke to Sorelli about in, in the beginning, and something I'm very adamant about is the integration and how. The experience of going through these journeys are just symbols, really. Like what you're going through is like a magnifying glass for your psyche. You can discover this stuff. Yes, you can feel healed in that moment, but there's work to do after of integrating the experience and being able to be around people that are going through it and are at different points of the journey to help others understand what they're experiencing and going through, you know, and holding that space. Because I'll tell you what, I, I know for myself, and I'm sure you too as well. We've been to some very dark, deep, heavy feeling spaces. I mean, the evils inside of us, the external evils, something, Karan, you, go ahead. It looked like you wanted to say something. I want to talk about something real quick, speaking of this. Um, R. Kelly, what's going on with R. Kelly in our world with the, the children and the sexual abuse? Um, we had a thought last night, you know, this man's being crucified out there and needs healing he needs medicine of some sort and seeing the evils inside and speaking about going down the dark places you know recently this is something that's gonna you know it might trigger some people but i'm gonna say it uh i met this girl on on twitter and we just connected and she's beautiful she writes beautiful there's just this thing about her that is just so beautiful and she's so deep and we connected and I literally fell in love with someone through a, a Twitter message. And it was just this love that I had for myself manifested itself in this conversation to reflect that back to me and see where I'm at with my own self-love. We didn't want to tell each other our ages, which was, I thought was kind of weird. You know, like we just wanted to keep it like this thing. 
and something inside me was telling me that she was a lot younger than maybe I thought. And she ended up being 17 years old. And I found myself feeling so guilty and shameful for like, wow, I, I just fell in love with a 17 year old, a child. It's really kind of fucked up guys. Like I, and not fucked up, but I, there's something about like the Michael Jackson, the children, the, the wounds that we go through. You hear what's going on with R. Kelly and how his brother is, and brother and him were, this is what's going on is being said that they were raped by his sister. And so this trauma that's been carried over through their family, and you see the shows that are coming out. I don't know if you've seen the show Happy about child um, sex slavery. And, you know, we want to crucify this, but at the same time, dude, we all go through this. Like, I from, like, seeing that I fell in love with a child, bro, in, in a sense, not a child, but fuck, man. Like, I didn't. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's, it's karma. You know, you, you get what you deserve. I went to India. I was blown away by the poverty uh, and the pollution. Uh, it, it's just horrifying, you know? But at the same time, you know, you look at Delhi, and they are, they are like 20, literally 20 times the safe limit uh, of, like, pollution. Like, their air quality is 20 times over the safe limit, according to United, the United Nations. Um, wow. Yeah. Spending a day outside there is like smoking 40 cigarettes. Okay, and so, you know, you feel bad, you have compassion for these people, but at the same time, I'm, I'm looking around, and it's the same people that are suffering, they're creating the pollution. You know, they're, they're creating these unhealthy environments for each other. You know, they're throwing away, they're dumping things on the street. Bodies. They're not, they're not, um, they're not a... Thank you. Um, so here. So I guess, Quran, like I just to kind of like wrap up that point is that my heart goes out to this man because we're outraged and we're so ready to crucify this man who's hurt, who's suffering, who did act upon that and who's living his karma out repeatedly, repeatedly and so terrified and he's like, you know, threatening to sue the people that did this six hour show on him. He's terrified inside, you know, and but he's terrified of just facing himself. And I just honestly, if anyone listens to this and they know about the R. Kelly, like for me, I'm sending him a hug and I hope our society can rise and, and embrace these traumas and these things and these scary thoughts that we have and that we have the ability to make these choices and to heal and to not have to inflict this suffering in ourselves. And so my heart goes out to him, man, like on a big level. My heart, my heart goes out too, but at the same time, you, you have to be held accountable I agree. for your actions. And yes. That's, that's really it, you know? I agree. We all, we all yep. should have the intention to heal yep. and help each other, but that awareness does not come unless the consequences of your actions are also addressed in society. Accountability, man. Accountability. You have to take... And and uh, absolutely. And so, you know, it's not bad. It, you're not a bad person if you have these thoughts. Like he's saying, you know, it's about the action. And when you take those actions, there's consequences for your actions. And our parents, is, our parents teach us this as a kid. 
Um, Karan, uh, so what? Um, yeah, what are what are we going to do in the Dominican in ten days, bro? Like, so I don't even, dude. I talked to you on the phone the other day, dude, and you were like, "Yo, you want to go to Dominican Republic?" And I'm like, "Uh, yeah, sure." And I just, I was like, "Oh my, am I just reacting like and just doing this out of like, uh, like sure?" I got home and was like, "Yo, what did I just do?" I was like, I really just like put my threw myself into this, and we're going to the DR to do what, bro? Tell us. I mean, uh, what? Yeah. And I have come to the realization that if you don't want to learn, you're going to find ways to avoid addressing the things you need to fix in your life, the things you need to heal, you'll avoid them. You know? Oh, I'm fine. Everything's great. I'm perfect. Yeah. You know, buy things to cover it up. Hold up the image. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Hold up the image. And we just, we're at a really crucial time in our history. You know, in the history of mankind, in the history of Earth, there's so many dramatic changes happening. And if we don't find something that can get us on the same page, God bless us. Really, God bless us. <laughs> oh God. Um, it's true. Wow, it's, it's heavy and it's true, though. Here's the thing, man. There's communication barriers with, with, when people talk to each other. There's cultural barriers. There's cultural norms that one person might find may embrace and the other one might find offensive in their society. You know, it's hard for us. Wow. But there's one thing we can't ignore. What's that? And that is the collective consciousness. Something to access it directly. And it's these plants, these medicines, these indigenous medicines, these psychoactive medicines. And they're all psychoactive either. You know, there's combo, there's sananga, there's yeah. There's there there's millions the dude dude it's all it's it part of ourselves. Yo, it and it's it amazes me though because it's finding us, the plant medicines, right? They're speaking to us the same way that they spoke to the indigenous and just whispered to them, how did the indigenous find out how to make the ayahuasca, how to brew and bring these this bark and and, and they from what I understand they tell you that the plant spoke to them. Yeah. You hear, oh, the plant spoke to me. Yeah. And it brought me here. Yeah. But the shaman is very much part of the creation of medicine as well. <laughs> the shaman is the medicine as well. Yeah. And, and it's the consciousness of the cosmos healing itself. See the difference? Do the realization that you are not separate from the cosmos, you're not separate from the universe, you're not separate from the one consciousness. If you feel that way, the healing comes to you in in whichever outlet. Some people have near death experiences, you know, some people have like shocking changes in their lives. Some people have to come to the medicine, dude. I mean, it, it really helped. It gave me like this kind of soft, gentle. Uh, not soft, gentle, but it it helped me ease the blow of what it was to face myself and how 
covered and how how much I was just driven by my ego, how lost I was and asleep. And to wake up and to see that stuff, it's such a shock. You know what I mean? Like I feel, to give you kind of a story a little bit, I knew an artist, uh, his name was TMNK. He recently committed suicide a couple years ago. We were friends. I worked with him quite a bit. He was 50 years old and he spent about 20 years holding up this uh, bad boy street artist image that wasn't who he was. And he created this image, created this image, embedded it in Berlin, uh, New York, Miami, uh, California, Oswald, uh, Oslo. Like he was all over the world. Paris had art shows. He's in museums, all this stuff, right? And towards the end of his life, they wanted to make a documentary about him. And this documentarist was working with him and was sitting just like this, having a conversation. And he, the reason I know is because the documentarist called me. But... Um, they were sitting and they were having a conversation. He was like, yo, TMNK, drop the act, man. Just be Scott Peterson and paint. And when he heard that, about a week later, he killed himself. Killed himself. And, you know, there were things around him. His son was gay. And his this was a big, you know, tall African-American, 50 years old. His father used to whip him out back on the whipping pole, like on the on the the clothesliner used to tie him up and whip him and his son ended up being gay and there was this thing around that we thought maybe he was gay because he was always like trying to brag about the girls and this whole thing about the girls and the bad boy and like it was just so heavy man and this guy held up this image and somebody checked that and it was like somebody wanted to lift the veil up and he freaked out he couldn't he couldn't he couldn't face the all all the shit that ca- that came rushing up and and you know yes i'm kind of hypothetically speaking but i i worked with this guy he was my greatest mirror he's the one that triggered my ego in miami and seeing the art producer and what led me to be very angry and sit in prison and so the the medicine has really softened that blow of being able to face myself where it's not so hard you know, because it's very terrifying. You know, we come from addictions. We come from being sexually abused. We come from these very dark experiences that we just keep reliving. And the medicine, healing. Like, I, the medicine is itself healing itself. The, oh, my God, bro. It's just. It's, it's really, it's, it's always you finding yourself. You know? Yeah. And these medicines, okay, they, the way they work, let's come back to the original. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. The way they work is that they they go into you. They are the consciousness of the earth. They're the consciousness of the cosmos. Um, they're literally just plants that that are um, either taken raw or brewed. Um, there's very there's no synthesizing involved. There's nothing of that nature. No. It's very natural. Yeah. Very <laughs> I mean, like you're talking like rocks and fire on dirt in a pot, and like you know what I mean, primal. Like wielding out of wood and to put these pots on on flames and to just bring the plants, water, these elements, fire, water, the heat, the plants, and it are our fundam our core. And so when you take something like this, it has a consciousness that we know can speak to us. Yeah. It's psychoactive. That's mm-hmm. what we call it in science, yeah. you know. But it's really it's a consciousness of the plant that is able to that's evolved enough to speak to us. And because it is not a separate entity, we've consumed it, it integrates with us, it becomes us. And and we work with this consciousness. 
the consciousness raises our vibration, you know? Um, it allows us to see things with more clarity. Oh my God. Just experience, um, experience life in a more fulfilling way, in a wholesome way. Just with a whole fresh, with a whole new lens, man. Your mind is, your mind is a camera. And it's like our, our eyes, our eyes are a camera, you know, and it's like you, what I've noticed with myself, I've projected so much of my, my shit onto other people and I've never given people truly, up until now where I've seen this, the opportunity to really be themselves because I've been busy putting my shit on them and then painting them in a certain way or expecting them to be a certain way through my judgments, just not letting someone be who they are, dude. And just watching that unfold is, is magnificent. Oh. When you remove all that chatter, you realize, oh, but the show the show is great. I was just talking the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> If you're watching the show, yeah. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah. The person, like you're sitting watching a TV show, and yeah, and the friend's sitting there going, "What is he gonna do next?" Oh, da, da. Like just, oh my god, it's like shut up and just let the story unfold. <laughs> oh my god. Wow, man. You know, Kron, the one of the things last night as we were sitting and, and had some people doing mushrooms and sitting around the campfire and seeing how many people have lost their sense of, uh, or given up, and so actually, no, surrendered their, their, their desire for security and comfort and the known, people leaving their, their, their wives of 20 years and living in shelters, like that one big tall dude that was here, uh, the Navy guy. Uh, there was, no, you know, our other friend, she just quit her job. She's like at the whims of spirit. Rob uh, quit firefighting. Like I was saying this in the message in one of the podcasts before. It's like imagine yourself right now and you're working. You have a nine to five. You have this sort of life and going, I don't want to work anymore. I don't want to do this. And you have to quit your job. The surrendering, bro, and these medicines, how they, like, you see, like, dude, you and I, I mean, all of us have seen transformations in people that are fucking astounding, dude. Let's, let's get one, one thing across before we, before we continue any further. Yeah. And that is that these decisions to quit your job and move on with your spouse or whatever, these aren't just decisions. 
decisions that came out of the blue. There is a reasoning and, and a newfound clarity that is achieved that that is that results in these decisions, that results in these awakenings, these realizations. It's not something like, oh, I'm just going to drop everything and yeah. ruin my life. No. No one is of that mindset. No. <laughs> want to do that. No. That's stupidity. Yeah. But, but to realize that there is something better out there for you, there is better possibilities, not just for you, but for the ones that you love, for all beings, for this whole world, this whole cosmos, there's better op- options, better possibilities. You can't, and, and you've seen them. You yeah. know how to make them yeah. You can't help. But, but work towards those things. Dude. Wow. What a, what a hug that spirit gives us in those moments that we decide to make those choices. Like God is guiding. And it's just, it's so miraculous, man. It is, it, Quran, um, I feel like I would love to see if you would play that song, that guitar song that you sang. And we can wrap this because, dude, I'm looking forward to, to sitting in Dominican having this conversation. Dude, we're going to like, yo, whether the ocean or the mountain, like you guys are in for some real, real treats. The people that that are being attracted through Casa de la Luz is incredible, guys. Like I, I just want everyone that I come in contact with to be able to come and experience this. And, you know, I, I met my first Twitter friend and brought him here to Sorelli's and he just recently made the commitment to heal his life and to face himself. And he went into some like psychotic deep breakdowns recently this last year and, you know, working through Christianity and the family trying to put this on him. And he came and he was like, Justin, this was perfect. It's exactly what I needed, you know, and, and he saw how hard it was, you know, with the mushrooms and he went into some dark spaces and he's healing and, and he has support and he has a whole new family now. You know, he has a place that I don't have to be here for him to come here. He can get people's contacts and come whenever he feels like there's a there's a home out there for us to heal people and there's going to be more of them and they're going to be filled with so much love. So. Uh, as we wrap up, Karan's kind of setting up his guitar and he's going to play this magnificent song uh, that he played for me a little bit. I felt like he was, it was like this new friendship, bro, that's that's developing and it's just so, it's so beautiful. Like, let go of the ego and just let people be. Enjoy some tunes, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, yeah, 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 go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, no, go ahead. <laughs> you like that? <laughs> I'm getting better at this, dude. I'm, get, I'm getting really good at it. <laughs> All right, so um, yeah, we're we're gonna uh, kind of wrap up. Karan's gonna play, I think, a song that is uh, very. I mean, he played it for me earlier, and it's just it's it's so well suited for this entire conversation that we've had. And I feel it's like such a beautiful way to wrap up this conversation with this song that you sang. So maybe you can give us a little bit about the song and the lyrics that are behind it. Yeah, it's like the redemption song, bro. Like it's a redemption song. Yeah, man. 
Many days have passed my way, oh how, how, how. Lost in an ocean of material lies, now I'm supposed to make my way? Oh how, how, how. Oh how, how, how. <laughs> Just to know how bad you want it, I had to take it away. Just to say you got this far is the price you pay. Dope. D yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just play. Yeah, yeah. Just play. Yep. We're ready to roll. Yeah. Yeah. Ready to go. Ready to flow, man. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. And uh, everybody enjoy. Here we go.
ladies and gentlemen, Quran is no joke. Wow. That lyrics, I mean, wow. Uh, Quran, my new friend, brother, family. My friend, brother, family. See the progression? We just went right all, all, all through them, you know? And uh, wow. This is going to be an amazing ride. And, and Rob came up here before he left and he was like, Justin, you know, I, he's like, I really would like to share with you, you know, and like Rob has some crazy alien stories, man. Like you guys, you get light language. I mean, this dude is no joke, firefighter. Uh, yeah, I mean, his like we were talking last night and, and Rob was like, yeah, bro, my Akashic records, like they're they're locked up. Like no one, like whoever's out there doesn't want me to access the my Akashic records. Like people were talking about how they've accessed them and stuff like that and like Rob was like, nope, been there, tried everything to get to them, and they just can't. Like he's got some, he's got some alien stuff going on. But uh, yeah, we're gonna wrap it up. It's uh, we're 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 at an uh, hour right now, and yo, we're just a bunch of wizards and weirdos. You know, this is for my wizards, weirdos, and healers, man. You know, this is uh, this is for them. You know, and and uh, yo, yeah, what you got, bro? Okay. I just, I have been holding back on them for a while, but I'm just gonna do it. You're gonna do it, you're gonna release them. Whatever, yeah. Yo, fuck it, bro. Just I mean the Yo, you know, and the thing is is like whoever's gonna whoever like oh man, whoever's gonna whoever needs to hear this will hear it. And we are connected to our truth here at Casa de la Luz and we are surrendering and um fuck it. Just release that shit out. You know, and I feel like that's where where I'm at. I mean, this is gonna be like my twelfth episode, and they've just been coming and coming. Like I'm not even uh, like once a week. Like I'll get to a point where I'll just release once a week. But the flow is is there, bro. The conversations, and you know, I just want to let everyone know that I love you. And if you're listening to this and you're committed to healing your life, I appreciate you. And if you're not, I pray for you. I pray that you find the road to healing for those of you that aren't listening to this and are aren't you know, ready to heal. Uh, I pray for you too. And, and I love you too. Uh, enjoy the rest of your afternoon and time. And, and thank you for listening. Om Namah Shivaya.